Happy Wednesday, everyone. June 29, 2022. One more day, day to go in this wonderful month of June. June 29th, one more day. Training camp begins July 26th. Let's do a little addition. One plus 26 equals 27. 27 days to go until Steelers training camp. Are you fired up? You have to be. You know that I am here on this beautiful Wednesday morning welcoming you to episode number 356 of the study session. We are going to talk offensive line, depth chart. I'm going to get into all of that here today. But just want to celebrate the fact that training camp is getting closer and closer, 27 days away. Reminder, I will be there three days in August reporting to you with a ton of content. Going to try to connect with Alex Kazor of the Sealers Depot and my good buddy Jim Wexel. So stay tuned for all the coverage that's going to be coming your way from training camp. And I want to thank you for joining me today. My gratitude to you, Yin's beautiful studians. You mean the world to me, and you make this thing possible. So thank you. So let's talk offensive line. I've been going through my depth chart analysis for all the positions. Going to wrap up the offense today. Then I'm going to shift into defense. And then my 53-man roster projection. A little bit behind schedule on that, but it is what it is. So the offensive line, its struggles in 2021 are well-documented. And let's be honest, they were awful. They were terrible. They stunk. Not just in pass protection. And, oh yeah, it didn't help that you had a 38-year-old quarterback with very little mobility behind center. But it was also deplorable in blocking for the running game. And I keep mentioning that it was a small miracle that Najee Harris was as productive as he was with 1,200 yards rushing. And you have to think and wonder and be excited about what this dude can do if he has a decent O-line in front of him. So before we look ahead, let's look back. Last year, it was Kendrick Green at center, rookie. He played terribly. He got bull rushed constantly in the preseason, in preseason games, and there was concern about that. That carried over into the regular season. He just wasn't able to anchor against bigger defensive linemen and get a strong enough push. He was athletic and could get down the field and make some nice blocks second level, but in terms of just strength and power, it wasn't there. At right guard, you had Trey Turner, whom they signed after playing with Carolina, he was okay, not great, below average at times. Tukes a core four on the right side. Left tackle, you had Dan Moore. And at left guard, started with Kevin Dotson. He got hurt. John Aglue was in there for a period of time. So not exactly an all-star cast. So let's talk about what things look like this year. The biggest signing and the stud on this offensive line is now James Daniels. Only 24 years old, already assuming a leadership role on this team. He is going to be your right guard this year. He is automatically the Steelers' best lineman. They did not have an offensive lineman to his caliber last season. So that is a significant, significant upgrade, not just to right guard, but to the offensive line overall and in general. 
at right tackle. A core four is going to return for another season. He re-upped this offseason for a three-year deal. He's only 24 years old, so he still has a lot of room. There's a lot of continuity there at the position, so that's great. He's steady. He's not above average. He's steady, but steady is decent when you are talking the tackle position. Opposite side of core four, left tackle, Dan Moore Jr. heading into his second season. A lot of responsibility thrown on that young man in his first year, having to start at left tackle and protect Ben Roethlisberger's blind side. He did a decent job at it, and there's no reason to think that he won't grow and evolve and become better in year number two. At left guard, it's going to be a competition between Kevin Dotson and Kendrick Green for the starting spot. And I am very intrigued by this battle for a couple of reasons that I've documented on the show in the past. Number one, guard is Kevin Kevin Dotson's, excuse me, Kendrick Green's original native position. That's where he played the majority of the snaps in college. He's unnatural at center. So I'm curious to see what he could do at the NFL level at the guard position where he is more comfortable. And number two, he's got athleticism. How does that athleticism translate to the guard position, utilizing him for pulls, second-level blocks? I think there is some reason for excitement and optimism there. And I would not be surprised if he beats out Kevin Dotson for that left guard spot. And so you're starting five. Oh, and I left out center. <laughs> How dare I? It's not going to be Kendrick Green this year. They signed Mason Cole from Minnesota. And while there is some tape out there of him getting bullied at the center position, he is an upgrade over what Kendrick Green provided. They also have J.C. Hassenauer, who did okay as a replacement whenever Kendrick Green was quote-unquote injured there towards the end of the season. But Mason Cole will be the starter. So your starters, your starting five, the opener against Cincinnati, it's going to look a little something like this. Left tackle, Dan Moore Jr. Left guard, I'm going Kendrick Green. I think he beats out Kevin Dotson. I think there's something about Dotson that, rubbed the coaching staff the wrong way last season. And you heard Kevin Colbert speak to that this offseason. So I just see Green, that being his natural position, his athleticism, I see him beating out Dotson. So Green at left guard. Mason Cole was your center. Right guard, you have James Daniels. And then at right tackle, you have Chooks Akor for Will it be a better unit than 2021? Write it down, document it, take a picture of it. Hell yes. Yes, it will be. There's no question about it. And I don't want to hear anybody out there saying, oh, well, we don't know yet. Dude, James Daniels is a stud. You did not have one single offensive lineman as good as him last year. Now you do. That automatically upgrades this O-line. More is a year better. A core four is a year better. There's competition at the left guard position. That's going to engender growth and improvement because it has to. Because these guys, as Mike Tomlin is saying, two dogs, one bone. Mason Cole's an upgrade over what we had last year at center. 
this is going to be a better unit. Now, I'm not saying it's gonna be massively better, but it's gonna be better than 2021. That will impact the running game in a positive fashion. A mobile quarterback will help aid this offensive line too. So we should expect much, much more from this group heading into this season. A lot to be excited about there. And then I mentioned J.C. Hassenauer, who thankfully has experience as a backup center. He can also play guard. He played big-time college football at Alabama. He is returning. John LeGlue is still on the 90-man roster. He got some valuable reps last season on the offensive line. He's versatile. So they're probably going to try to keep him around. The general, Joe Haig, is back. Serviceable depth, serviceable backup. So you have some nice depth pieces here on the O-line. If there is an injury. New offensive line coach, again, I'm excited about the O-line. I really am because it's a major upgrade over last season, and you should be too. If you want more details and insight into my depth chart analysis of the offensive line position, please check it out on the site, thestillstudy.com. It is there in writing for your pleasure. Check it out. And studying that's going to do it for today. Offensive line depth chart 2022 and remember training camp 27 days away baby we're about ready to get after this thing let's go let's go man training camp you gotta be fired up for this i know i am as always thank you thank you thank you for being a supporter of the still study for listening reading and sharing my work with your family and friends it truly does mean the world to me so thank you for that would love to connect with you. We can do that one of three ways. You can comment at the bottom of the page directly on the articles. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you could also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag in which I do just that. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen. So let's connect. And don't forget about the podcast that I do with the one, the only goat of Pittsburgh Steelers beat writers, Jim Wexel. Not sure when Jim and I are going to record next once some news picks up. Our podcast, the Still Study Insider Podcast, it's linked in the show notes. Check it out. Click on it. And don't forget that the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and get daily updates to the sessions in your feed. And studyants, enjoy this Wednesday. We got one more day to go in June. Are you proud of what you did this month? I hope you are. And if not, you still got time. So let's get after it. Let's make this a a warrior Wednesday. Attack the day. Let's get after it. Go hard. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace!